Welcome back, guys, to the Two Brothers 10 Years Podcast. I am so excited to be with you tonight. Just as Patrick covered for me a couple weeks ago, I am covering for Patrick. He is, had um, has some family stuff going on, so you're just stuck with me. Oh, wait. No, you're not. I have the amazing pleasure to introduce someone who means a lot to me. Guys, tonight we have a special guest. It is the one and only Harmony Smith. That is my wife, for any of you who don't know. But she is beautiful beyond measure, and she is amazing. I'm so excited to have her here with us. And she is full of wisdom, and she puts up with me, so she's got to be have some smarts or some craziness in her. Um, but first, got to give a shout-out to Turtle Ties. Once again, guys, if you want to look fly... I know we're all in quarantine. I know we're all kind of out of the loop. But if you want to look fly, you want a good tie for girls, they also have hair ties. If you want a bow tie, they also do reusable straws. We want to save those turtles. And so once again, it's trlties.com. And if you use the promo code 2BRO, the number 2, and then B-R-O, the number 10 years, you get buy one, get one, 50% off. Go buy some ties, buy some hair ties they look really nice go at least check out check them out and part of every sale i think it's a dollar of every sale goes to saving some sea turtles but let's jump into it guys i am here to formally introduce harmony smith harmony how are you today i'm doing good how are you i'm doing great it is so fun to have you on here she has stood by us as we've chatted in different rooms me and my patrick and i and she is here to be a part of it all, and I could not be more excited. Well, I'm excited too, I think. I think it'll be good. I don't know. I don't like listening to myself, so we'll see how it goes. Well, we both know how you listen to our podcast, so... (laughs) I feel like it's not fair to me that I have to listen to it twice, because I always hear it when he edits it. So how I listen to get the views, because it's important to listen and subscribe and whatever... I turn it on three times speed and then turn my phone um, volume off so that way he gets the root, the reviews, but I don't have to listen to it twice. So there you go. I respect her. I appreciate her. She does little things in life. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk a little bit about prepping, about emergency preparedness, about trying to stay ahead of the curve, um, not the curve of COVID-19, but just the curve of life. Um we had a lot of lot of people listen to our last podcast um, about our everyday carries. So if you want to he- hear more of that, let us know. Either message us on Instagram or shoot us an email. Um, but like I said, we're going to talk about a little bit of prepping today. And Harmony, what do you know of the term prepping? Well, I actually know quite a bit. So I was raised by... My father, who was, I always like to refer to him as borderline doomsday prepper. Borderline because we didn't have a bunker or anything, but he was very into emergency preparedness. Like, anyone who knew him knew that he was the guy to go to as far as, like, the neighborhood watch program, um, kind of things that happen with natural disasters and whatever. And so, like, I grew up very much with a household that had a totally like excessive amount of water storage, of food storage, of ammunition, of emergency money, of like emergency everything was kind of my dad's specialty. And so it's been interesting, especially now that Sean and I have been married, having to take kind of the reins of that 
emergency preparedness that I've learned from my dad and transfer it into our marriage because it definitely is different now that I'm not just a little kid and my dad isn't just taking care of it for us anymore. So it's been, definitely been a change, but I feel like between you and my dad, I am almost an expert in being prepared. And I've learned so much from hearing stories of uh, Harmony's dad and um, getting to walk through all of his his things and seeing how prepared he really was. And so I, I like to take, but I learned a lot from him, even though we didn't talk much. Yeah, I think he's like... My dad passed away almost five years ago, and I think that part of him has reincarnated into Sean because he is, he does things all the time that it, exactly how my dad did things that Sean didn't even know about, so that's kind of weird, but I'm thankful for it. I like to know that we're safe and that we have the stuff that we need to be prepared. And I think it's very critical to be prepared now. I mean, if you're in Utah, I guess Idaho had an earthquake too recently, but we had the the 5.7 earthquake in March, and then we've had a few pretty big aftershocks the last couple of weeks. Um, and it definitely, I think it was a wake-up call for a lot of people, and especially COVID, when it's hard to get stuff in stores, um, when it's hard to get out. I think a lot of people, it's kind of a wake-up call that we need to be prepared. We need to have food storage. We need to have water storage. We need to have ways to defend ourselves and our property. We need to be ready in case we lose our job for a while or in case we have to rely on other means um, for money. And so, I mean, I think we're all doing our best. We're, I'm definitely not as prepared as I would like us to be, but there's always something you can move towards. And for Harmony and I, I think we kind of have different, not different views of prepping, but we have different priorities. Absolutely. I mean, when Sean's idea of being prepared is being able to prepare us and keep us safe on the safety front of our family, which is very important. But sometimes I think, I mean, being prepared to take care of your bodies is just as important. And I think it's, you know, it can be very overwhelming when you start looking into emergency preparedness things because there are so many things and it can be very expensive when you look into buying those big water gallon um, food storage things or whatever. And as far as what I've learned throughout my life, the number one thing that you can do to be able to be prepared is to start off small with the, just having a 72-hour kit. So that is something that ready.gov recommends. It's something that we've been taught pretty much our whole lives to have. And it's basically you have three days worth of items that if you had to grab it and go for whatever reason, whether it be earthquake or whatever, um, you could be able to survive for three days without like the things in your home. So for example, things like that Sean and I have in ours is we have like an extra change of clothes. I think we have like a jacket, some socks, a change of underpants. Then we have enough food for three days. And this can honestly be as expensive or inexpensive as you want it to be. If you go to places like emergencypreparedness.com or is that what it's called? Emergency? Yeah. Anyway, um, they have a ton of like the dehydrated meals and things, and that can honestly add up. But what we do is we have a bag of each of us of just like food that we would still normally eat. So like I think we have some chips in there. We have some crackers, some granola bars, um, beef trail jerky. mix. Yeah, beef jerky, things that we would still normally eat. And then I just keep a list of everything that's inside of there. 
obviously there's like the emergency blankets and toilet paper and there's a whole different thing a whole bunch of different things you can add and there's a bunch of different lists and I'd recommend looking at ready.gov if you don't know where to start because they have a pretty good list on there but basically I keep a list of what expires and when just in the top of our bags so that way whenever we do need to change something out it's not like I have to dig through the entire bag I know exactly when something expires and exactly when to change that out and it's honestly kept it way way easier for us to stay on top of our 72 hour kits and it's also just nice to know like um obviously i'm still working harmony's here in our new condo um and so if something were to happen we have plans in place of where we're going to meet what we're going to do what contingencies are um, and she knows what to grab and what to bring and we know where to meet and so I think a big part of that is also like planning together, um, really discussing with, I know I've heard stories of Harmony growing up where they had to plan for everything. If something was to go wrong, all the kids knew, um, her mom and her dad knew exactly what to do. So in case that said thing happened, whether it's a fire, earthquake, flood, whatever it may be, there was no, what do we do in this moment? It was ingrained in them so that they... It was seamless. You just knew what to do. Yeah, and my dad also was really good as he would have us practice. So, for example, we lived in a two-story home growing up. And our game plan was that my older brother who lived in the basement would basically go out and wait for the two, my brother and I who were younger. We had a rope, like a, what's it called? Rope ladder. Yeah, a rope ladder in our rooms that we could climb out of that window. And then we had a meeting spot. And even like if the... We all knew how to turn off the water at our house. We all knew where our meeting spots were, where our 72-hour kits. I knew where, like, if something were to happen to my dad, I knew exactly how to go and get, like, the emergency everything. But also, another huge part of this, and this is something that Sean is really good about, is just, like, being able to protect yourself is definitely part of being prepared. And so I remember probably starting at age 11 or 12, my dad would bring me into his room and he'd say, there is a loaded pistol on the bed. I want you to unload it, chamber check, and then like whatever. And so every once in a while we would have these drills where basically he would make sure that I knew where the handgun was in our home. And basically we would just talk about if there was ever an intruder in our house, how would we handle that and et cetera. And it honestly, even just being so young and going throughout my teenage years, and even now we have a similar plan at this house, it makes you feel so much more confident when something does happen that you know that you are prepared. It's like Sean's one of his favorite quotes is the luck, luck favors the prepared. And I'm, I'm sure you've said religious stuff on here. I mean, we're both religious people and it's like, if you are prepared, you have no need to fear basically is what we believe. And so we do take preparedness as a big thing in our household and we always try to keep food in our house keep some savings in our savings account, et cetera, just to make sure that whatever comes our way, we are prepared and that way we don't have to be afraid. And I think our two priorities really balance each other out. I'm definitely more on the safety side and you're more on the logistics. Um, she really does a good job with our 72-hour kits. And I mean, I, get a, I work with the, the protection, <laughs> so I'm having a good time. Um, and I think a critical part of that is also, just like Harmony said, is being familiar with your with your protection, um, whether it's a gun, whether it's a bat, whether it's pepper spray, like being 
ready and able to use that at a moment's notice without thinking, getting that muscle memory is critical. Um, there are so many times I think where people get into a situation and they have, let's say they have pepper spray, but they're fiddling with it, trying to get it to work because they haven't practiced that. And that those seconds where you're fiddling with your pepper spray could be the, the, the difference between getting robbed or life or it's extreme cases, life or death. But it's definitely, it, we are a team and we don't have any kids right now. Shout out to the future because we'll have some later. <laughs> it's not an announcement, mom. Every time we bring it up, I feel like she's like, is this an announcement? But it's not. She'll know when it's an announcement. Yeah. But whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you live with roommates, like wh- whoever you are, like get, get a team going. Get plans. Like we have plans with both of our families on what's, what's going to happen so we can all meet up because because there is strength in numbers. There is strength in being together, which is funny because in during this COVID crisis, I feel like every family is kind of being pulled apart with extended family-wise. But regardless, there is strength in numbers and you need that family to, to really hold together. But it is nice to know that if something were to happen and Harmony and I were, were, were needing to go and live in the woods for a couple of days, we probably could. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's kind of like what I said before is when you start looking into emergency preparedness, it can feel very overwhelming. And I think so just limiting yourself to starting small, starting with a 72 hour kit, you think that's three days that you'll be able to survive if something were to really um, go wrong. And then building from there, it's like Sean and I have only been married for a year and some change now. And so it's like we still have so much more that we want to do as far as preparedness. Like we want to have a lot more food storage. We want to have better water storage and everything. But all that can come with time. And I think just starting with what you can control, everyone can pack a backpack with some like food that doesn't expire, non-perishables and whatever. It's definitely starting somewhere, starting small is better than not having anything. And I want to take a, a sidetrack to like, catastrophic events well it's kind of falls in the same line but in each of our cars we have a car kit um in my car i have a get home bag um our car kits contain like jumper cables flashlights um blankets blankets we have blankets in both of our cars in my get home bag which is basically a bag that if i need to leave my car and get home it has like a pair of shoes an extra pair of socks it has a coat it has some snacks um has water it has different survival tools. It's just something that if we need to ditch our cars and we need to walk somewhere, there's supplies that we have in our car at all times to make that readily available. And especially having jumper cables is so important. I feel like every car should have jumper cables because there are times where you leave your lights on and you do not know it. And you come out and the one person who's going to help you doesn't have jumper cables and you don't have jumper cables, so then you have to find someone who has cables. I mean, heck, I have a little battery pack that is powerful enough to jumpstart a car. And then they're relatively inexpensive, but that just having that alone, I won't have an emergency power to power my phone, but I also can jumpstart a car if I need to. And it does work, and it was very fun to test that out. Um... But yeah, just having those little things, um, because we never know what's going to happen. But if we prepare, we need not fear. And I think this really, like you said this at the beginning, it has been a wake-up call for people having this virus and then also the earthquakes. 
I think having a wake-up call is not a bad thing. It's going to inspire people to be more prepared so that way not everyone is rushing Costco, risking their health to be able to like load up on toilet paper and load up on X, Y, and Z. And so I think that's, it's actually not a bad thing that this kind of thing, definitely the virus is a bad thing, but having this kind of wake up call, I think as a society is not a bad thing because it helps us remember to be prepared. So that way we are in good standing. So yeah, if you guys ever have any questions about the gear that we use or um, ideas for 72-hour kits, like Harmony said, ready.gov, um, please please reach out. We're, we want to be a resource for people. We want to help people out. I know Harmony, if you have questions for her, she will more than happy answer them because she is fantastic. I don't think you guys know how fantastic she really is. Well, thank you. Definitely check out the Instagram page. We could share some of these links on there as well and some of the things that are in our 72-hour kits. I think our 72-hour kits are actually a little bit um, more on the doomsday prepper side than the basic necessities, but it's been kind of fun to put those together and to really feel prepared for the future. Exactly. And that's all we can do is we can, we can prepare. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen in a year. I think if all of us would have looked back six months ago and thought we would be in this pandemic right now, I think we all would have laughed and said, yeah, there's no way. But here we are. Any final words for us, Harmony? Thanks for having me. Oh, we are so excited. Once again, guys, you you know the story. You know what we're going to say. Like, subscribe, share. Really, it's it's we have pushed and pushed our friends and family to, to like and subscribe and to share and it is really going to come out to you guys and we've actually had a lot of success um with our podcast we've seen people from other countries join in and listen um namely we had one in colombia we've had a couple in ireland um, we've had various people from all over the united states which is so incredible like when patrick and i started this we did not think this would go as big as it even is, and we want to go bigger. We have big hopes and dreams. So please reach out, share this podcast, share links. Um, help us get there. Help us continue to push this forward. Um, once again, real quick, Instagram, Two Brothers 10 Years. Feel free to ask us questions there. And also our email account, Two Brothers 10 Years at gmail.com. Um, we're here for you guys, and we want to answer any questions, or if you have anything you want to hear, please let us know. But guys, stay safe. Stay healthy, and maybe this week focus on being a little more prepared than last week. Thanks, guys. Have a great rest of your week.